0: Hey everyone, Kaprogman here. Did you know that we have a Patreon page? That's right, if you go to patreon.com slash wafflingtailors, you can help support the show. It turns out that podcasts aren't free. I mean, they're free to download, but they're not really free to create, kind of, because you have to host them somewhere. Anyway, what we're after doing is we're after trying to make sure that we're fully funded. We're obviously doing this off of our own backs, and we are loving it, because it's loads of fun. But uh you can help out if you want from as little as $1 a month, and if you do that, you get loads of bonus content. If you go there now, you'll see that there's already a whole bunch of bonus content for the $1 tier already. We're planning on releasing a bunch of bonus episodes under the $5 tier, except that we've got one coming up that is going to be under the $1 tier, just to see how you guys feel and what you think about it. So head over to patreon.com slash and give us a look and uh, maybe help us out. See you later, Squidgy! See you
1: later, Squidgy!
2: Flashback
0: <laughs> Welcome to the Reminiscent Podcast
3: That's not reminiscing, that's just farting into the microphone <laughs> <I don't laughs> great, <isn't it? laughs> Hang
1: on, let's use a line that Lulu said, that's a, a sneaky cheek squeak
0: <laughs> that, that was not neither sneaky nor cheeky I
3: don't know what that was
0: Well <clears throat> Good
1: God, I'm trapped in a corner
0: Okay, so, what about so, you, Squidgy? No, no, you. Yeah, uh, me last. first. Yeah. What have I been playing? So, I have been playing a lot, and I mean a lot, of what Squidgy refers to as Asian Genocide Simulator. <laughs>
1: yeah, Warriors Origin. So warriors, yeah. Yeah,
0: so that's Warriors Origin. So, it's <laughs> a Surprisingly,
1: go- a game that all of the Samurai Warriors it's and Intermittent as in. a separate story act, we tell the same story over different numbers the same thing you complained
2: about literally so only about. moments ago you see the problem but is it's okay a, because that's Asian culture yes
0: no that's not it at all it's uh, maybe that's it completely <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: it's okay because that's the one thing I'm interested in that's not programming.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no but like
2: if you t- <laughs> <laughs> call so, them out <laughs> welcome to your roast
0: Woohoo! Steady on. No, um, so for those who haven't
2: played the, <laughs> for
0: those who haven't played the Warriors' Orochi games, it is essentially Orochi is a Japanese uh, mythological creature, um, and in the Warriors' Orochi games, Orochi is... He goes, ah, I will take these people from the, the romancing of the Three Kingdoms era in China from like 400 AD, and I will take these people from the Warring States period of Japan, in 1600 AD and I will throw them together because that makes sense and then they have to fight each other, and then somehow they have to fight me. Mwah! And if I'm honest, I love playing it, because it's a brilliant button basher.
1: is never played many Warriors games. A lot of the Samurai Warriors and Dynasty Warriors share similar themes, Yeah, even no. without Orochi in there. Right. It's, just, so, it's, it's a battlefield, go at it.
0: So, yeah, so Warriors Orochi is a combination of the characters that appear in the Dynasty Warriors games and the Samurai Warriors games. So the Dynasty Warriors games are set with characters from the Romantic of the Three Kingdoms era, of Chinese history, which I'm sure I got the dates wrong, but I think it's around the 400 AD period of time. 600 AD. Um, yeah, okay, fair enough. So I've got the. I'm not into Chinese history, I'm into Japanese history, okay? Oh, yeah. Whereas the Samurai Warriors games are based at the Sengoku Jidai, which is the Warring States period, which is around the 17th century, so 1600 to 1680, uh, when there was a lot of wars. Um, and essentially the games are you players, famous warriors from that period. You are dropped into a battlefield. You have to kill as many people as possible.
2: Sorry, uh, there were a lot of wars during the Warring States period. Yes. I don't get how that works.
1: I don't either. Could you could you
2: explain further into, into the,
0: the, the hobby on? that you're very in in? Okay. So it goes all the way back to... Oh God, he's taking us literally. Okay, so it goes all the way back to the 10th century AD in China. If we're going back that far, we need
1: popcorn. I need the rest of my Jaffa Cakes, unaffiliated Jaffa Cakes. So it
0: goes all the way back to the 10th century uh, AD Japan in the Kamakura period. What happened was, I can't actually make this into the Japanese history podcast if you want. There we go. It's a joke when you But Yes. So, essentially, the Sengoku Jidai uh, era is named after a single battle that happened in an area of Japan called Sengoku, which that's not even what it's called. It's called uh, Sekigahara. Sekigahara is just outside of Tokyo, and essentially the west of Japan fought against the east of Japan, in and it is one of battle. the decisive battles in the history of Japan, in the same way that the Jacobean battles in the UK that brought about the Magna Carta that was a decisive battle in the UK, or the 1066 battles, those kind of things that were decisive in the history of the country. So the idea behind the Warriors Origin games is you take those two different periods of time, those two different sets of warriors, and smush them together and see what happens. But again, like I say, the game is so much fun to play because you literally just button bash, you, you kill as many people as possible.
1: You get the two different time periods, mush them together to create a genocide jam. And spread that on bread and then
0: eat it. Then you gently toast it. And then staple it to a tree.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Genocide
3: cam is
0: the second weirdest thing I've heard
3: today.
1: (laughs) Oh, hold on to your book. It gets worse.
0: So so Scridgy alluded earlier on just then, like three seconds ago to having found a section of Reddit called stapling jam to a tree. The
1: sta- stapling bread to trees. I love Where it. This is my new jam, they literally.
0: Li- they <laughs> literally take photographs of having stapled bread to a tree.
1: Well, and this, this one guy, he said, oh, I'm new to this, but I thought I might jazz it up by spreading <laughs> jam on it. So he stapled this, this bread loaf to a tree and then spread jam on it. I love it. It's just so, so
0: backwards. So I've been playing that a lot recently, <laughs> like a lot recently. Yeah, you've been so bugging me about In it well. in the, In the time between the previous episode that we recorded with Jay-Z and today, I've had a lot of work and stuff on. I don't mean clothes, I mean things that I'm doing. Z so, in the nude
1: most
0: of the time. Whenever possible. No. So I'm preparing to give a talk in London at a big conference, so I've had to read all of that stuff. And I've got some other stuff coming down the pipeline that I'll be working on. So because of that, I haven't had much time to play very many video games. But the great thing about Warriors Origin is you can literally start the game and you're in a battlefield beating the snot out of people within about a minute and a half. Mm -hmm. Which is fantastic for someone who just wants to pick up, play it, put it back down, pick it up, play it, and put it back down again. It is amazing. That is literally all I've been playing since the last time that we recorded because it's loads of fun, and Yukimura Sanada is easily one of the greatest characters. Is this? In your opinion? Well, it is in my opinion. So yes, you're right. Mm. So Squidgy, what have you been playing?
1: Screaming back to the plot.
0: Um, There's a plot. An hour and
1: forty-four minutes in, I've been playing the fourth installment of Warriors Orochi.
0: So yes, you see, even you agree. Two separate platforms. Even Um, you agree that Warriors Orochi is the best. Okay, fair enough. So there's at least one game between the game I've been playing and the game you've been played. Mm-hmm. So I just want to point out real quickly the version of the game I've been playing is on PS2. The version of the game you've been playing is on. PS4 and
1: Xbox.
0: So you've got it twice. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is there much of a like difference? Twice. Is there much of a difference between the two formats? Or is it just literally um, the same um, game? One but Sony and but Microsoft. Okay. Is there a yeah. difference between the two versions of the game?
1: No. No same. Okay.
0: So my question, which is probably the same question that everyone is listening, is screaming out whilst... Yes, that's right, Joe. Screaming out whilst they're doing the laundry or mowing the lawn or maybe just racking their bike is...
3: You've missed a bit. I'm telling the people doing the laundry they've missed a bit. Just, yeah, no, not, not that thing, not the, the other pair. Yeah, the
1: socks falling down the back. Yeah, that's the
3: ones. Yeah, put them in. Okay.
0: So why in the great blue box did you buy two copies of the game?
1: Started off, I got, I had to replace my PS4 with a, and I got a PS4 Pro and I don't have many games for it. And to be perfectly honest, I couldn't be asked to either install the disc or download a lot of them. So I started off by getting Borderlands pre-sequel and the Borderlands 2, so the Handsome Jack collection, I got that. And then I re-downloaded Dark Chronicle because I started playing that a lot. Realising after half the crap I did originally, so I blitzed that right towards the end in quite short succession. Then I started playing Diablo 3 again, 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 because my, my save files went. So I'd start again. And then I pre-ordered Warriors Already 4. Started playing it. And then what happened was the description said if you pre-order it before a set date, the deluxe edition, you unlock a lot more features. And I thought I'm I'm gonna end up playing it on the Xbox anyway, so I'll get it again. And the time I spent on it on the PS4, I learnt a lot of tricks. So when I went straight back to the Xbox version, I skipped a lot of the mistakes that I made to get through quicker. And the the story in itself consists of none of the characters after Warriors Archie 3, because everything goes back to normal. Warriors Archie 1 and 2, the land itself is still all segmented. So people from different eras are living with each other. Warriors Archie 3, at the end of that, everyone gets sent back to their own timeline. Including people from like Dead or Alive and Warriors of Troy and all the other games that they put in.
0: So Warriors of 3 is not just Samurai Warriors, Dynasty Warriors. No, it's
1: it's Dead or Alive, it's uh, Soul Calibur, it's Warriors of Troy. There's, um, if you ever played the other game, I can't remember what it's called now. It's the medieval war, that one set in France, but there's Bladestorm. Yeah, there's there's Bladestorm characters in there, there's all sorts of other characters in there. Warriors of 4 has got 180 characters. It was, mm-hmm. it, before, it was like 150-odd, so it was a lot more. And the story of this one is they don't remember anything that happened. The only people that I remember are the Mystics.
0: So well, you're telling me that the story for War of 4 is a daytime soap opera, where everyone's got amnesia and no, nobody no, remembers? No, no, no.
1: The, the, the I didn't tell you the main crux of this, but the more the story, the, the story unfolds, people start to regain their memories cause the memories because the world is all topsy-turvy and they start... Because they're they're in this part, this Mm -hmm. this meld, this nice mash yoghurt pot of all this going on. And then um, all the memories start floating back. The only people that remember are the mystics. But the whole point of this game is Zeus, the man himself, decides, I'm bored. There are these bracelets that are orgy bracelets, serpent bracelets. I'm going to bring everyone together. Then I'm going to chuck these bracelets down at random so people can grab them and see what
2: happens. Wait, wait, wait. So Zeus is involved. Zeus is involved. So, which which okay. character does he put his b- in?
1: All of them. If you, you see, go via the history of like So yeah goats. because the, he, he, you know he's the
0: Greek pan- pantheon. Pantheon? Greek mythical yeah. he probably, yeah, pantheon. He probably stuck his he's in that as well. <laughs> yeah, no exactly. It is essentially all of the stories in the Greek mythical pantheon are literally Zeus has sex b- with and top, then this happens. Yeah. yeah. yeah
1: so he much. decides to do that and then one of the other gods steals the remaining five bracelets to stop him messing up any further and then this this half god Perseus I think it is he gets chased and he joins your crew and you've got to protect him and certain characters end up getting bracelets and then they become deified so they represent different um, deities. So, one of your characters is Aphrodite. You can is the god of war.
0: Yes! Because of course reasons. he is! Because he's bloody awesome.
1: Um, and other, I've, I've only got, like, to chapter four, I think there's six chapters, and so there's a lot of battles. But what happens is you get so far into it, and Zeus sends down more of his gods, so you get, like, Ares and Athena are trying to retrieve these bracelets, and you're obviously stopping them. And then what happens is you get so far in, and then you realise that Perseus isn't Perseus, he's Loki. And then Odin shows up. So them gods start to bring it in. So As like, in,
0: like, the Vikings, yeah. Odin and so Loki. so it's, it's
1: Norse mythology and Greek mythology.
0: And along Japanese with everything mythology, else. mythology. Japanese and, and
1: Chinese and all the rest of it in this massive yoghurt pot. I'll say yoghurt pot because I don't want to say jam again. Right? And I haven't even got to the best bit yet. You get sacred treasures so you can use magic.
3: So that's how they make your cult.
1: So there's that. And I've only got so far through it, and there's like 180 characters to unlock, and I've unlocked precisely 50. I'm near the end of the actual story, so I don't know if I'm going to get the rest
0: of them. If I'm honest, it sounds simultaneously awesome and really bad at the same time. Yeah, it's like a cult classic, so yeah, it's right? So it's like awesome because you can play as Yukimura-san. If you can't tell listeners, he's my favourite character in the whole sort of video game system. Because he has a spear, whole... he has, he has no, a sword well, no, the end of because. A spear. No, right? Because, right, so Yukimura Sanada, the real Yukimura Sanada was a boss, right? Yeah. When when he was on his, his final battle, right? So Yukimura Sanada led a group of eight people. There were Yukimura Sanada nine people involved in the entire siege and bringing down of Osaka Castle. This was an incredibly well-protected castle and there were nine of them and they took out the fucking castle. He is an absolute boss. And then the final battle he went into, he was on the battlefield and reportedly, now I don't know how true this story is, but I like to believe it is true because he was an absolute boss. He was fighting, fighting, fighting and realised I'm really, really tired. Threw his his spear down and the next guy that came up to him went I'm Yukimura Sanada. Take my head, I can't be bothered with this anymore. Because he was too old. He was in his 60s and he's like, I'm really old. I'm really tired. I just want to rest.
1: Retirement's not
0: for him. Yeah, well, yeah. That's an absolute boss way to go out. Middle of a battle, just go, yeah, I'm a bit
1: tired.
0: Not like Urasugi Kenshin. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there's two different ways. Two different proposed stories. So Urasugi Kenshin, there's the sort of noble, honorific way of dying, where he went for a shit and somebody stabbed him in the ass. And the not very noble way of dying, which was he died of colon cancer.
1: He, He essentially died of colon cancer by being stabbed in the
0: ass. But obviously so it's more honourable to be one, to be yeah. killed by an enemy insurgent who decided to sit in your poop and stab you up the bottom.
1: So I wanna go, I'll be honest. I, I
3: don't even have anything to add to that.
0: <laughs>
2: Indeed, what is there to add to that?
1: <laughs> but yeah, there's like Warriors Already 4, I've been playing them. Um, I got Diablo 3
0: on the switch. Um, oh
2: a- bloody switch advert again!
0: No, that's, that's I'm all more I'm upset saying. about it being a bloody Diablo three advert. That's, it's that's all the so same I'm with saying.
2: him. Diablo three this, Diablo three that. well, well it bloody isn't because you do not play it on PC anymore. I can tell you that.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. or if he does, he's in hiding. I'm saying nothing. He's do in you hiding. It's, was,
0: was it the PC version where you had those wings?
2: Which wings?
0: The, cosmic the, wings.
1: Yeah, the cosmic
0: wings. Sex bone. Okay, so you still have that character there. Hmm? that's alright because I got worried when you, when you said your PS4 had died it was like no he's no, it's, lost his it's, it's, character it's the
1: more hours
3: so
0: in. is the PS4 a version of a console that you don't have Diablo 4 for Diablo 3 for
1: Diablo three four five six seven eight.
0: <laughs> Diablo
1: thirty four.
0: does he have a copy of Diablo 3 on a PS4 the only console that I
1: don't have Diablo
0: 3 for is a PS3 See, he said Diablo 3 for and nobody nobody picked it Diablo 3 is correct though so you don't have it on PS3 <laughs> <laughs> I
3: don't know what you're trying <laughs> to get at him for. Like, he said the correct. He said Diablo three. That is the correct. Uh, so
0: <laughs> did I? I said Diablo three for us <laughs> now. Thirty so four. He said Diablo three four. He said the only console I have Diablo three four is the PS3.
1: It's just. It's ridiculous. It's just not making any sense now.
0: Has anyone got a roadmap? Someone American, a roadmap. Bergen. Bergen. Bergen.
3: It's like an episode of Countdown. Where's Rachel Riley? What? Yes, please.
0: No, I'm tough. <laughs> So Diablo 3 on everything going, including the fridge. I ain't got the fridge version yet. He now, he the will, version. Um, that's next week. Yeah, he will. That's the problem. He will. You know, we were talking about Diablo <laughs> mobile earlier on and saying that nobody <laughs> will, he will buy it. That's the, that's the person who will buy you
3: it. You say problem, but like the Diablo Switch version does have a Ganondorf armor, which looks pretty badass, to be fair.
0: <laughs> and who's the
1: one advertising the Switch again? Not me. I put my hands up and said "Okay." So
0: what we need to do is we need the listeners to count how many times you say switch, he says switch, and the pair of me and G say switch, and then come up with a little tally, and that way we'll know that Joe's really listening to the podcast.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And the thing is, I reckon you've said it more times just in that paragraph than anyone else has.
0: Exactly. The
1: only other thing I was going to mention is that I actually have DC supervillains.
0: What's DC Supervillains?
1: It's um, DC Universe. LEGO. 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 Lego Villains. It's the DC Universe where the bad guys... I don't know if it's the bad guys or the good guys, or you play as exclusively the bad guys. I had a chance to play it here.
0: So the whole time Squidgy's been discussing it, I've been looking at the box for it. It comes with a Lego Lex Luthor... Oh, that's, that's the
1: deluxe edition.
0: Who, yeah, sorry, so the deluxe version, who is dressed up like Superman, mm-hmm. but is Lex like Luthor... In that he doesn't have a hairpiece. Hasn't stopped me flipping around with the other ones. I, I feel like I can be really negative today, but this seems like it is. Today? Well, I was going <laughs> to say, what was that really bad DC film? But they're all terrible.
3: Except Wonder Woman.
0: The Joker oh. and all suicide the other squad. bad guys. You mean
1: suicide
0: Squad. Suicide, it feels like it's Suicide Squad, the Lego game.
1: I swear, I'm, I'm going to take that, that stick
0: out of his ass. It's Suicide Squad, the game, only good. I don't think you could make a version of Suicide Squad that was good.
1: You could if it was well, directed no, by right. or so.
0: What would happen is you'd have to you'd have to scrap all the footage, <laughs> and release an hour and a half of darkness. It would be marginally better.
1: You've never seen that movie with Ryan Reynolds where he's buried in a coffin. That's essentially what that is: an hour and a half of darkness, mm. yeah, including a fight scene of him in a coffin.
0: But that is a good film. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, What we're saying, yeah, like like B said, what we're saying is that's a good film. That's unfair to make that distinction. What I mean is a camera. (laughs) uh, I mean a camera with a lens cap on, with no sound equipment attached to it, filming for an hour and a half,
1: and then release that. Stop giving away Quentin Tarantino's next
0: project. Next project. That's his last project, wasn't it?
3: It it must have a twenty-minute. A long close-up on some feet to be a Tarantino project, let's be honest.
1: That is very true, (laughs) yeah. At least it's not a Tommy Wiseau project.
0: Anyway, but yes, (laughs) I'm sure it's loads of fun. I didn't play it. But it just, I don't know. The box art, the details on the box art come across as very much, hey, wasn't Suicide Squad such a brilliant game? Wouldn't you like to play that but with Lego?
1: Welcome to the Progman Negativity Podcast. I'll be honest...
3: I would say that that kind of makes sense is it's, it's more aimed kids, isn't it? Because it's a Lego game, so like kids won't know that Suicide Squad* is an awful movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's exactly the right audience.
2: There is that. Yeah, it? I agree. Yeah, okay, fair enough. I know that my little one enjoys playing the Lego games, and particularly yeah, they have lots of fun. Just, I spend, I have spent several hours just running around the city, doing nothing in particular past playing hide <laughs> and seek um, and.
3: The lovely games, and I think there's like there's to, to us who are like obviously a bit older, yeah. Th- you can argue that they have not really changed much with the winning formula for the past few years, and that's a bit of a bad thing. But to the kids who they're aimed at, who to be fair,
2: I don't know. They started speaking. God,
3: that was a culture job, Yeah, I even think? when they were speaking, though, like the the, the script was still. Decent enough for for most of them. I can't speak for every single one, but there's been that many of them. <laughs> I can't say I've played every single one. Well,
2: it wasn't the first speaking one It was the Hobbit, wasn't
3: it? Was Indiana Jones speaking? That wasn't speaking, was it? No,
2: Indiana Jones
1: yeah. wasn't speaking. But it was just uh, a lot the of Hobbit was a lot of actual
2: lines. It was yeah. script in yeah. yeah. the film. No,
1: it was a uh, lot of the Rings one, not the Hobbit. A lot of the Rings. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, and they yeah. they used lines from
2: the
3: film. Then the one after. I was going to say, it yeah, it didn't have a script, did it? it just used. Sound clips on the film.
1: DC. It
3: was the second mm. DC Lego game. Yeah, Lego Bat. I think Lego Batman. Uh,
1: it wasn't the first one. It was. The I think Lego
3: one. Batman Two. Yeah, was the first to have its own script. I think it might be one, but I'm not sure. Certain. But yeah, like it's you know, and like I said, like, that the the similarity and the familiarity can be seen like against it. But when you think, like I say, when you think that it's really a series aimed at kids, um, and kids that one don't really care. They don't want it to change too much. They want it like they want. What they enjoyed before, and then when they get too old for it, or when they start realizing that it's the same thing.
2: Excuse me, madam. First PC I built for myself was a Crisis Killer. Nice. At the time when everybody was bricking sh- about a machine <laughs> that would run a Crisis. And I had one that would crap all over that game. And the first thing I played on it was Lego Star Wars, and I played it much more.
3: I loved Lego Star Wars. I, I'm a big, a big fan yeah. of Lego Star Wars. The similarity would get to us, or we'd notice it more than it, it would kids. And like I say, by the time kids get old enough to the point where they realize, oh, this is like the same as the previous one, they've just you know changed the license around or whatever to a to a different license. There's not really that much changing. It doesn't matter because they've moved on to another game and the next generation of kids who are too young to remember the first ones uh, are playing it. So it doesn't feel like a series that necessarily has to change too much. It's similar to FIFA fans, I guess. You know, the, it's, uh, p- people are going to buy FIFA FIFA games are going to buy FIFA games. doesn't really matter if they change massively or not. Just,
1: just give me a second. Kids are going to buy the Lego problem, games. Don't mention anything. We know your feelings on it. Just don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready <laughs> to
0: ask it. a question about the Lego games. Don't you worry yeah, about just it. Just don't go
2: there with FIFA. keep problems in here. What was
0: your question about Lego? So on the box for the Lego superstar villain, Super, Hyper, yeah. mic, not totally not Suicide Squad video game, it says TT Games. It's that Telltale game. Telltale. Mm-hmm. Telltale. That's Traveller's Tales. Traveller's Tales. Traveller's Tales. So they're not affected by... Telltale's gone.
3: Traveller's Tales are best in the UK. They're actually best in Sussex, if I
0: remember correctly. Yeah, yeah. So what I want to point out about Traveller's Tales is they were the folks who... Oh, God. Squidge is just ticking the box out. And it's, I got
1: the Steelbook version. It's a Steelbook Harley version, Quinn and crack.
0: the Steelbook is, of course, it's Harley Quinn on the outside of the box. But at least it doesn't say Daddy's little monster all over it, because that's just... Don't lose
1: that season, passcode.
0: It's sickening and wrong, is what it is. Clearly,
1: sick.
0: yeah, the the designers of Harley Quinn basically went, how can we make a character that everyone will cosplay, rather than how can we make a character that looks vaguely like it would fit in this universe? Anyway. But Traveller's Tales games. What's great about Traveller's Tales is they're the folks who created Sonic Up. Or a game. Yes. I take it from the silence that
2: neither G nor the B have played Sonic. I've played it. Uh, no, I'm also thinking that you've probably missed the point of the Harley Quinn character. a yeah.
3: <laughs> little bit. Yeah.
2: Which is that she is phenomenally messed up. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And yeah. like everybody no. plays, everybody cosplays the popular version, the popular perception of Joker and Harley as this wonderfully delirious, romantic couple.
0: Really and they're just not. clearly not. Yeah. Really no, that's not. Right. That's the point they're making.
2: It is, is that... gaslighting and emotional and physical abuse. No, exactly, yeah. To name just a few traits off the top of my head of their relationship. Um, <laughs> so the daddy's little monster is an allusion to that. I don't think it's a strong enough illusion, though.
3: The thing is, though, I think if you make it too strong, then it makes it also not appealing in a broad sense.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's a difference between, you know, writing it in neon for the people who, such as yourself who are not necessarily fans of the the comics and the material outside of gaming or the sphere of what is being put out as current popular culture, whereas the people who have been in it for the long haul have seen absurd amounts of change within the uh, character arc. Yeah. So, and certainly within the way that the character is portrayed, not even just the, you know, she starts off as personality X and through the process of her journey becomes, you know, the finished different character, much more at peace with herself, blah, blah, blah. It's...
3: It's a story that requires a lot more nuance than I think a mainstream well, definitely the
2: suicide. Yeah, I think country. she was initially she was made as a very jokey, lighthearted hearted character, yeah. and people were content with that because she was so... I mean, she was familiar in the sense that she was chaotic like the Joker, but she was also very new. And then they've really kind of... Certainly over the past few years, as she's become more and more and more prevalent within the, the fan culture, has... Undergone a lot of changes in not just the way that she's developed as a character, but also in the way that they have portrayed her.
3: Yeah.
2: Um, in the same way that you think back to the initial Batman books and the comic book portrayal and even the Adam West TV show, Biff Pow era was awesome. what I grew up with. Yeah, yeah. However, as I was leaving school and Dark Knight Returns was coming out and holy crap, did that change everything about Batman? Yep. And for me, that was the, the linchpin moment with regard to um, my Batman reading book. certainly, was just that dramatic change in atmosphere and perception, the way that they portrayed this character as no longer a comic character within, air uh, quotes, a comic book. Yeah. But as character-driven and very heavily flawed, and the exploration of those flaws revealed a greater depth of the character, I felt. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with As that. As
1: opposed to the you know, anti-shark spray on the belt. Oh, my god. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the bat, everything.
1: Yeah, the, the DC
3: Universe has gone through a lot of changes over the years, hasn't it? Yeah, pretty <laughs> much <laughs> so.
0: yeah, I feel like that's a change that's had to happen. Yes. Because yeah, the other side of the sort of comic book genre has become slightly aside from marvel which is they've gone through that era of let's be really fantastical and be over the top but then they've tried to sort of bring it back and make it slightly more realistic what if people did have these powers how would the real world react whereas batman's always been the best power biff power pow. yes i will solve the problem and i don't have any psychological scars and then it took people like oh god
3: christopher nolan
0: the guy who directed 300 Started. No, oh, fact, Zack Snyder. Like, yeah, Zack Snyder and the bloke who wrote 300 and the guy who did Frank Watchmen, Miller. Frank Miller, to basically go, but what if Batman was a real person? What kind of psychological trauma would he have? What kind of horrendous mm. universe would he live in? And let's explore that.
1: Just just mentioning the universe and stuff, I think I have to give a shout-out to, if you get a chance to watch it, there's a DC film and it's called um, DC Operation Flashpoint. Oh. Wait, do you mean Flashpoint Paradox? Flashpoint Paradox, yeah, sorry.
3: It was a famous point in the comics. Goodness, it's basically
1: yeah. what would happen if Barry... What's his name? Barry... I don't know, I don't know Flash. Alan. Barry, Barry Allen, yeah. that's it. What would happen if Barry Allen got home before his mother was murdered? In the movie, what happens is he manages to break a sand barrier, go so back in time, he's in, going that fast. In the,
0: in the standard universe, he doesn't get home in time and his mum's killed. And yeah, then and that, that leads to a, leads a series to...
1: of events that leads to the... Experiment where he's struck by lightning, right. where he gets his, okay. his, ability, to his, really
0: his fast ability to run really and to fast and somehow solve murders right. and crimes because it's, he can to run to really fast. To fight
1: really fast and whatever. Okay. Right, so what he does is he, there's a point in the movie where his his villain, I can never remember his name, the yellow one, I'm just going to
2: say yellow one, I can't remember. Zoom? Zoot? Zoom? Zoom. No, yeah. Zoot is one Zoot. of the women in um, Holy <laughs> <on the> Grail. <laughs> yeah. It's
1: not the real Grail. Oh, Wicked, bad, naughty, evil, suit, Oh, she is a bad person and must pay the penalty. But he taunts the Flash to a point where he says, you know, how, how would it all be if he got there and saved... Basically trash-talking his mum, mm. and he gets really annoyed, and he breaks the time barrier and saves his mum. By
0: being able to run really yeah, fast.
1: But okay. what, what happens is that one act in itself, him saving his mum, drastically changes the universe to a point where, i give you a prime example, Bruce Wayne, the iconic bit where his parents get killed. Oh, my goodness. His parents don't get killed. Bruce Wayne gets killed. His dad turns into Batman, a very violent version of it, where he runs a casino for rich people, and his mum turns into Joker because she can't handle the fact that her son died in her arms, so she loses it. Yeah. What are some of the other ones? Superman, when he's discovered on Earth, he gets locked away in a vault, so nobody knows who he is. The Amazonians and the Atlanteans go to war, which um, bring the whole world into it. So at that point, you've got people like Lex Luthor and Deathstroke who are trying to stop the war between them. And the whole movie, by the end of it, spiral out. You've got the Atlanteans and the Amazonians actually at each other's throats, considering that at one point Aquaman married Wonder Woman to bring peace and then something happened, and they were just at each other's throats. And then Flash is in the middle of this, trying to figure out how to save everyone. Mm. By the end of it, again, another spoiler alert, he breaks the time barrier again to stop himself trying to save his mum. So he breaks the sand barrier twice. The first time he breaks it, he messes up the world. second time he breaks it, he stops himself, and everything goes back to normal. Yeah, But he's a really, really... Nice twist on the entire universe. The fact that one little decision that's made by a hero can mess up the universe so bad it isn't the- to make
2: it for the worst. Well, you know how it is with great
1: power. <laughs> hey, <Hey, hey>. hey. <laughs> 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 Crossbust! Callback,
3: that is. That's callback. But
1: yeah, I just thought I'd, I'd make a little shout out to that. If you get a chance to watch it, definitely watch out. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. If not, there's ways to get it. But um, it's, it's
2: a really, really good film. I don't know if it's on Netflix, it used not to in be. the UK, but Batman Ninja is on. So- <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, my goodness. That's a roller coaster.
3: So back to Sonic R. Uh, <laughs> yeah, back to Sonic R. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I didn't think much of Sonic R, but um, slightly relevant is the fact that the new Sonic racing, Cat racing game has been postponed to next year.
0: It has, yeah, because Sonic doesn't work in 3D. It's that simple. It's a <laughs> part of a conversation that Squidgy and I got dragged into he doesn't realise. Squidgey and I got dragged into on Twitter the other day was that Mario works in three D, Sonic doesn't because it's too fast, it's too frenetic, it's too speedy, you know, why weighs in a cap.
3: Manium is much better than like the other Sonic games.
0: Yeah. When you include three D into a Sonic game, you get the famous
1: Watch out, you're gonna crash!
0: Because the whole system is flawed. Because Sonic the Hedgehog works as a hold the right button down and jump jump every now and again and get through the stage really quickly. Whereas when Sonic involves pressing the analog stick upwards and then running around in different directions and stopping and starting and jumping around and having to stop to go back the other way and stop to come back the other way, it's no longer a Sonic game. The whole point of the Sonic games was it's fast, frenetic energy, get through the levels as fast as possible. The reason that Sonic was created as a character was as a Mario beater. Sega saw that their current um, their current mascot at the time, Alex Kidd, was kind of... Crap. It, well, no. <laughs> well, what I was going to say was, as slow as, if not slower, the Mario brothers, right? And they wanted something that would... Wow, people! You put the cartridge in, you push the button, and it's running fast, it's bright colours, it's, wow, look at this! That's why they hired actual Japanese rock musicians to write the music. The guy who wrote the music for the first two Sonic games was a guy from a band called Every Little Thing. And he wrote that music and he is a very famous Japanese rock musician. And that's why they originally drafted Michael Jackson in to write the music for the third one. Except for reasons that are outside the scope of this podcast, that was brought down. But yeah, the idea was to be fast and frenetic and move, 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 move. jump, 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 do the thing and do the thing. And not to slow you down, to get through the levels as fast as possible. And that's why Sonic in 3D doesn't work because it's not fast; it's slow. You have to turn around, and you've gone the wrong way, and the controller doesn't work. And
1: you you get like Sonic in 3D, and then you get like Sonic Six, which is synonymous for being crap. And what pushed it for me was Sonic Accounting. You can't account that fast. You know, you can't type the the number pad. I'm the only. It was a beta version of the game. It worked on the fridge. I can understand what you mean. I mean, it, it is better in 2D, and if you go really fast, as long as you don't put to into it like Sonic Four did because that was just horrible
0: Sonic the werehog
1: <laughs> that's a sentence honest
0: werewolf comes from man wolf were being an old word a Germanic word for man man wolf werewolf sorted werewolf
2: there yeah. what there yeah, wolf there yeah, castle
0: werehog Man pig. How how
1: greedy
2: are hedgehogs anyway? They are they are aggressive. I do they need the whole hedge? You don't want to get between them and a bowl of food.
3: I think we also have to remember though that Sonic 06 had him kissing a human, which is all sorts of like illnesses and diseases born from that particular thing happening.
0: Whereas I think Sonic are Sonic Team Racing, Sonic Superstar Dash, whatever the all name Star is, Racing. and the next one they they can be fun. But
3: Sonic All Star Racing: Transformed, I think, was a great game, like a really good karting game. There, there was a lot of good things about it. The current one, from what I'm hearing from previews and stuff, not so great. Like they seem to have lost the sort of flowy feel of Transformed, of the pure cat game mechanics behind all the Sonic flavoring on top. Seems to have lost a bit. Um, from what I hear in preview, I'd, I've got no form of reference myself, but yeah, it's it's not looking great. Probably needs the delay.
1: <laughs> so everyone around the metaphorical table, I know me and Gabrogman have played it. Have you played Sonica?
2: No. Yeah.
3: Very briefly.
1: Are you aware of the characters in it? Not from the top of my head. Have you played this, most of the characters? No. So I'm, I'm going to bring this screaming back to some sort of plot idea because I know there's one person in this podcast who hasn't been asked this question.
0: Game of confessions ooh good one
1: the thing that we didn't get chance asked Joe about
0: yeah Jay-Z didn't get to well no he did no, he did. He talked about, so go back missing? and listen to it. So the gaming opinions. Gaming With opinions. Jay-Z, he talked about how he got three quarters of the way through the first Final Fantasy game without realising he could re-equip all of his weapons. <laughs> so he was playing and he almost completed the game and was using the like, level one weapons. He got nice. very far. Yeah, yeah. I'm Hell thinking that we yeah. should make it into like a challenge. I know that Lulu would be very <laughs> interested in that, but like get as far as you can into the OG Final Fantasy, the NES version of the Final Fantasy, as you can, without swapping weapons.
1: Okay, so I'm, I'm going to ask B real quick first, because I can't remember who I asked you, B. Game of Confessions. Come on, tell us something. Something you're quite ashamed of.
0: Quite ashamed of? Ooh. No, you no, you don't have to be ashamed well, of that, just like. Just a so like so some of mine from the past have been like I didn't finish the OG Super Mario Brothers until like two thousand and four. I don't think I've ever finished a Legend of Zelda game aside from Ocarina of Time. Those kinds of things, you know. They don't have to be embarrassing, they don't have to be difficult, but something about your video gaming history that you've not really let on before, but that doesn't affect your ability in quotes, to play video games. Um,
3: I'm just trying to think. I've been quite open with a lot of mine, to be fair. So I'm just trying to think if there's uh, anything particularly juicy. I will say, though, that I I never completed the original Resident Evil remake until the HD release in 2013, 14. So,
1: mm, okay. That was only because you didn't realise you didn't have to kill every zombie, though. Once you realised that, you were alright. I
3: mean, not just that. It wasn't just not realising that I didn't have to kill every zombie. It was just not being particularly good at the game and also being a bit wussy in horror games in general. The first time I ever completed a Resident Evil at all was the DS version, despite the fact that I have played at least a little bit of every Resident Evil since they started. The first one I ever actually managed to complete was a DS version, on the ds with the touchscreen mechanic swipey stuff and then since then i have completed four five six swipey
0: stuff <laughs> the whole thing Touch screen mechanic swipey stuff i love that I
3: still don't think i've actually completed two before so the remake will be the first time i've actually completed two by myself
1: i'm not having that you're completing the original before playing the new one. no
0: he's not he's completing the
3: board game
1: <laughs> i
3: don't think i've ever completed the third one either oh but yeah yeah, so Resident Evil-wise, even though I'm fairly well-versed about the series, yeah, it did take me until, like, call it probably about 2007 before I completed the first one. Uh, it was definitely not until the most recent version of the GameCube remake version I only finally completed for the first time, like, three years ago. So con- that concerned nearly 20 years into its lifespan.
1: <laughs> and if I remember correctly, you, you, were, you were streaming it and I was watching you on Twitch. And with the 30-second delay, you are asking me what to do, and I was trying to type furiously to tell you what to do.
3: Basically, yeah. Mm -hmm. And you are
1: being really impatient. Yeah, not waiting for me.
3: That's fair enough.
1: What do I do now? What do I do now? Hang on a second. And then 30 seconds later, hang on a second. I'm trying to type as fast as possible.
3: I'm not sure I was being impatient as much as just wasn't... At the time, I wasn't sure if it was still connected sometimes, because me trying to do Twitch hopefully finally it should be sorting itself out soon Because apparently we're getting fiber in December You're
1: ascending aren't you
3: Eventually yeah finally <laughs> finally. Yeah, it's only been four years
1: Okay so this should have given G enough time uh, So come on give a confessions.
2: Let's see From Bethesda I've played From Morrowind Up till Fallout 4 Pretty much I think Every game's between I have completed Rage And that's it. The others all have hundreds of hours on them. I haven't completed any of them.
3: you know what? I think I'm very similar.
2: And in a truly sinister, in a truly sinister Bethesda-like confession, I never even liked Morrowind. The one that, I know, contentious point, the one that everybody sits (laughs) there and goes, yeah, okay. And then they stop and think about what I've just said and go, Wait a minute. (laughs) I can practically hear the internet. You
0: like video games and like fantasy things and you Mm. don't like
2: Morrowind? Mm. Mm -hmm. No, I just never got on with Morrowind. I don't know why. Honestly, I think I'm the same. At the time that I first encountered Morrowind, I was back from uni, living back with my mother, and my two brothers were still there. And they played Morrowind relentlessly. And as Squidgy can no doubt verify from other tales of my brother and his gaming prowess at the time. (laughs) There are very few quicker ways to surefire dampen your enjoyment or potential enjoyment of a game than watching your adolescent brother playing a game very badly, especially... Can I I just, real real Mm -hmm. quick, real quick, not
1: a word... <laughs> <laughs> wrong, Not a wed. Right? That's for another podcast. Not a bloody wed. Right?
2: Especially, for example, um, Morrowind <laughs> and at least one of the Metal Gears. At least one. I think it was. So you've
0: mentioned before on a previous one Metal though, Gear Solid 2. Because two. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And you of have
2: the moment where it tells you that the game is over. Yes. The continuous. Actually yeah. showing the live feed of the game. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Oh yeah. my good fucking God. <laughs> I played the first Metal Gear when it first came out. I really enjoyed it. Didn't have a console. The PC port was terrible. But <laughs> it was enough to pique my interest. I loved the stealth mechanic. I, I was a fiend for... Did you do the C4 on the back trick? Because I did that Oh, one. many times. I love that. What was the... PlayStation ninja game. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Stealth assassin. Holy Christ. Yes. <laughs> Loved that. So the the natural inclination towards the stealth mechanic was really really high and then I went away from gaming, came back from uni and was living basically out of my mum's living room, which also happened to be the main setup for my brother's console. So amongst many other gaming treats, I had an entire afternoon of my brother attempting to get the dog tag from the guy in the hold um in Metal Gear. I had several repeated it seemed like a groundhog day almost sequence of on Morrowind, my brother's both of them attempting to get to this one particular place solely through levitation if I remember correctly and never ever doing it ever and it was just this perpetual loop of the same soul destroying thing that broke my interest certainly for Morrowind play again then we recall oh it was horrifying horrifying and you know that your will to game has been broken when the highlights of those days are when both of your brothers are on that sofa competitively trying to force out a five-note fart, each of them, rather than play the game, and that is more enjoyable.
3: That's when I call a callback.
2: That is- <laughs> <laughs> Again, good
3: frogman,
1: not a word. <laughs>
2: One of them managed it. Five (laughs) notes. Five separate notes in one fart. That is one talented set of butt cheeks right there. Well, also, it's a (laughs) horror story because it was late in the evening by this point. And at the conclusion of this, my middle brother danced his little victory jig. And then they both f***ed off to bed and left me in the room with all of this murky (laughs) ass soup floating in the air. (laughs)
0: Remember the third episode. Oh my
2: god. (laughs) But yeah, I've sunk hundreds of hours across (laughs) my, across the years into Bethesda titles and enjoyed my time. However, I have yet to complete certainly Oblivion, either of the PC versions of Skyrim, any of the DLC for Skyrim, Fallout 3 or 4. Or New Vegas.
0: So I feel like, because those games are so huge... Very intimidating. They are, yeah, they are so huge. It's not just <laughs> a case of, go to this village, do the thing, go to that village, do the thing, come back to the first village and get the thing that you wanted to do the thing with the thing. thing. Then go to this other village to do a different thing to get another thing that you need for the first thing with the other thing.
1: Mm. require side quest.
0: No it is... More. Playing those games is a saga. It's not a straight-up... Like, the Witcher games are... Take the side quests out, go here, do the thing, go there, do the thing, go there, do the thing. End of the game. Or if you're Scridgy, go there, save the get lady... Get the frying pan, get, a get a the wolf, frying pan, game To that. But, yeah. It's a But, like, the, the Morrowind... All of the Elder Scrolls games, the Bethesda-specific games, are mm. sagas. You know, yeah. there's a huge amount of content in there. Yeah?
1: If you're a completionist or a nightmare...
0: Even not even that. Just finishing the actual main story is yeah. so difficult, just because of the amount of content.
2: I so, just remembered another thing. Actually, another confession. Ooh, yeah, um, two for the price of one. Yeah, two <laughs> this for. Is a, this is a good one as well. A friend of mine, who didn't have a PC and oh. didn't have a console of his own, but enjoyed gaming, would frequently come over to play like of an evening, and like I'd stick him on a Bethesda game. Pretty sure it was Oblivion to start with, and he had his own character, and it was awesome, and la di da di da, and he was doing really, really well, really, really well. I cannot emphasize just how well he was doing, and it took him—he—he he was playing for the enjoyment of it, and I was content to let him have the, you know, free run. You know, he didn't have a timescale for completion, so he had been coming over by this point for several months. And then, one day, I abruptly set him up, loaded his character, and neglected to open the console and type in the God Mode cheat.
3: (laughs) Oh my God, that is deliciously evil. (laughs) That is some delicious evil.
2: Bear in mind, this character was basically, in his backpack, he had the contents of the entire game, just in his backpack, because he could. Because God Mode takes away your encumbrance. (laughs) La 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 la. Oh, why can I only cast this spell three times to save my ass while I can't run or quick travel anywhere? Oh my god. Yeah, It all came crashing down. And although he forgave me, (laughs) eventually, he never came round to my house to play (laughs) on the computer again.
3: (laughs) So win-win overall. (laughs)
2: Deliciously It used. must have been Close to six months I let him do this For And he This beast Character I've got to Applaud
1: that That is That is fantastic <laughs> just, just a quick thing To mention about Skyrim Don't know if Because I, I know The beast played it I don't know mm-hmm. You play it yourself G. Did you know you can Play Skyrim without Dragons attacking
2: now, in I, which context is this? No, Are you applying I mean, a mod and no, getting no, turned no, into mean, Thomas
1: the Tank Engine again? No, no. I mean, the base vanilla game, you can play Skyrim without dragons.
2: Okay. Just
1: don't go to Whiterun. Oh, yeah. yeah, and yeah You yeah. can just go exploring. So yeah. when I got the new version for the expo when it came out, I sort of figured out that if you don't go to the place where you get the Dragonstone from and you don't go to Whiterun, you don't have a 25-point item in your backpack you've got to look around Mm -hmm. if you don't go to the first dungeon where you end up getting that and you don't bother lining the dragon Mm shouts you don't need the dragon shouts for most of the game if you just want to go exploring you can get to such a high level and then start the main game (laughs) (laughs) to a point where you don't have random dragons attacking you so you can do all of the other quests you want Mm. do all of the the different guilds or what have you, get all the awesome epic stuff, then start the game and you only start the game to get to the throat of the world, Mm -hmm. to get access to all the the DLC. And even then, the dragon attacks, by that point, they are such an epic level that you get really awesome stuff from Mm -hmm. them. So I've played Skyrim without attacking dragons.
3: Of course, the downside of that is that means no dragons, and that means no ability to put on the mod for...
2: Oh, yeah! Oh, the magic Man, Randy Savage. Snap into a Slim Jim! I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I'd still favour the Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah, I to second. That, just because of the the faint roars that are transformed yeah. into
1: Doo do, 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 and the music do, is the, yeah,
2: it's
1: amazing. Know, instead of hearing a roar and being and being on edge and equipping your weapons and getting ready for it, just do, hear <laughs> ah, panic! You know.
0: your PC gamers are weird. Oh yeah. <laughs> Intro music is Behind the Lines by Ian Sutherland. Outro music is I Need You Watashi no Sabate by GK. Spider break music is Spectrum Subdiffusion Mix by
2: Phonics. See the show notes for more details.
3: Look, you haven't lived until you've fought an angry macho man Randy Savage on top of a mountain.